The year is 1997. Princess Diana is killed in a car crash in Paris. Her funeral at Westminster Abbey is watched on television by over 1 billion people worldwide. The domain Google.com is registered. And Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, the first book in the Harry Potter series, is published, launching a worldwide phenomenon. But 1997 didn't just see big releases in the world of publishing. Microsoft ushered in the new year with the January 16th release of Office 97, the new version of the world's best-selling productivity suite. Microsoft unveils its Actimate's early learning system. Now this system is a combination of products that work with the personal computer or the VCR. Microsoft, through a licensing agreement with the Lions Group, presents Purple Dinosaur Barney as the first Actimate's interactive character. Weeks later, on February 24th, Microsoft's 1994 purchase of Softimage pays off when DreamWorks SKG uses Softimage 3D, Softimage Eddy, and Mental Ray to create its new film project, Shrek. Driven by DreamWorks co-founder Jeffrey Katzenberg, Shrek's will be a milestone production in content creation and the first full-length computer-generated film to use motion capture as its primary tool for character animation. On March 18th, several leading software vendors and content providers announced their intent to support Microsoft Dynamic HTML in future products and websites. Microsoft kicks off the spring with two interesting news items. On April 3rd, the Seattle Sidewalk City Guide, which is published by Microsoft, becomes available for free on the World Wide Web and as a featured offering on MSN. And three days later, Microsoft signs an agreement to acquire Web TV Networks for approximately $425 million in stock and cash. Web TV offers a complete system that provides consumers access to the Internet via television. But this won't be Microsoft's only big investment. Two months later, on June 9th, Microsoft invests $1 billion in Comcast, the nation's fourth largest cable television operator. The $1 billion cash investment will enhance Comcast's deployment of high-speed data and video services via its cable delivery network. Weeks later, Microsoft's recently purchased Internet Gaming Zone hits several milestones when the main membership figures come out. A record 275,000 members have signed up to play over the free gaming site, and more than 1 million game sessions were initiated during May. Now these figures make the site one of the largest gaming communities on the internet. At the peak of the summer on July 7th, Microsoft announces the immediate availability of Microsoft Site Server. Site Server is a comprehensive website environment for enhancing, deploying, and managing rich intranet and internet websites. 
1997 edges towards the fall, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates lay out a broad product and technology development agreement between Apple and Microsoft. The agreement, which is reached on August 6th, includes the production of future versions of Office, Internet Explorer, and other Microsoft tools for the Macintosh. Another big issue, and I think for a lot of the people here, is, is the mixed environment. Uh, mixed uh, can mean a lot of things. It can mean uh, various versions of Windows mixed together. Uh, it certainly means mixing in a Macintosh platform uh, with the Windows machines. One of the things we've tried to do is make NT Server uh, capable of connecting up uh, to all of these systems uh, in a great way. Uh, we build into NT ser Server uh, the, the specific code we've re written to reach out uh, and being able to connect up to the Macintosh. Uh, and that's a piece of code where we're constantly getting input on what should we be doing that's new there. And because of our, our belief in supporting the mixed environments, uh, that's an area where we'll continue uh, to add features. Now, the mixed environment, uh, there are many things that can be done uh, to help with that. Uh, having common tools uh, that run across the different environments makes sense. And having a high level of cooperation between the vendors of, of those environments, uh, we think that's quite valuable. Uh, the vendors should pick which things they want to have be interoperable and are not going to be uh, different uh, as a basis of, of, of uh, separation. And then pick a few other things like the user interface that will be separate and each uh, will, will do their best uh, to create the, the strongest environment. Now in that spirit of uh, interoperation, we were very pleased a few months ago to reach a, a pretty major agreement with Apple uh, to work together on a lot of, a lot of things. Uh, extending some cooperations that uh, had broken down in the past but that we thought were very important and adding some new things as well. Um, one of the things we've always had is a dedicated team uh, focused on our Macintosh browser work. Uh, the Internet Explorer group for the Macintosh uh, is actually down in this area. It makes it easier for them to work closely with Apple. And they don't just take the approach of porting the code across. They do take advantage of some of the Windows code, but they also do special work uh, to take advantage of the unique Macintosh environment. Uh, and so we're, we're very pleased to be working with Apple, including supporting unique things. Uh, we're, we're working now on how we can support the color management on the Mac platform and be the first browser uh, to do that very well. Uh, with Microsoft Office, um, the last release we did there uh, didn't do uh, a great job of taking advantage of the Macintosh. And so now we're hard at work on a release uh, that is in beta testing. In fact, we showed it at the last Mac World and, and got a very good response to that. Uh, and we'll hand that out before the end of this year. Uh, it'll certainly reverse any notion that we're not uh, tuning and, and doing a, a really first-class job of the office environment uh, on the Macintosh platform. Now, it's interesting to remember that, that our graphical applications really got their start uh, on the Macintosh. Uh, it was a very risky bet that we uh, made back in, in the early 80s to say that we would divert our development resources away from character mode applications and focused on the Macintosh. And in fact, uh, during the development of the Macintosh, we actually had more people doing Mac applications uh, than Apple had working on the Mac itself. Uh, and that was a, a, a period of great collaboration. Uh, and it's great to see with the new agreement uh, and even with an investment uh, included as part of that, 
uh, some of that spirit of collaboration coming back uh, into the work between the two companies. Later that fall, on September 30th, Microsoft's Internet Explorer 4.0 is released to critical acclaim and enormous customer demand. As the year winds down, Microsoft finds itself getting high marks from the public. On November 25th, pollsters Hart & Teeter find that Microsoft is the most admired company in one of the most admired industries in America. On the final day of 1997, Microsoft announces it has acquired Hotmail, the award-winning free web-based email service. The December 31st purchase is a major milestone for the company, as Hotmail will become an important component of the Microsoft network that Microsoft offers free to all Internet users. There were many memorable moments in 1997, like NASA's Pathfinder craft touching down on Martian soil, the coining of the term weblog, and the debut of several long-running TV shows, including Ally McBeal, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and South Park. But 1997 was especially memorable for Microsoft, as the year-end sales total swelled to a jaw-dropping $11,360,000,000, while the employee headcount expanded to more than 22,000 people. Still, while things for Microsoft are rosy on the economic front, 1998 will bring controversy and an antitrust suit against the corporation.